Alright guys, welcome back to Season 1, Episode 10 of Soaring Highs and Crushing Lows. Try to get one episode out a week. Last week we went a little longer than usual. I was on an incoherent, rambling rant about Philadelphia politics. Hopefully people got a kick out of that. Surprised that we're not. Surprised that the show has not been cancelled. I believe that that is coming in our future, but we're just going to keep on trucking away until we get cancelled, I guess, but... uh. Here we are on Easter Sunday. When you are living by yourself, maybe you're divorced, maybe you're just living by yourself, and you don't have any kids, how are we supposed to play along with this Easter thing, okay? I'm 32 years old. I live by myself. The bunny did not come here last night. I only say this because I went out to the bar this afternoon. As you can tell, like I said, I may or may not have been overserved, but we're going to do the podcast anyway. But I walk in there and the bartender says to me, Happy Easter. And, you know, obviously I respond, Yeah, thanks, Happy Easter. But in my head I'm thinking to myself, Is it really? Is it really Happy Easter? It's Sunday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm walking into Uncle Al's Saloon in Davie, Florida by myself. Okay? Is it really a happy Easter? So I'm just, I think that if you're a bartender and someone comes in by themselves on Easter, I think it's a little insensitive to say happy Easter. Okay, clearly we're not celebrating the holiday. Okay, babe, just give us the drink, would you? Spare us the happy Easter. If you're you're in a uh, situation like that at a bar and it's like, you look around, it's all grown men. You don't say Happy Easter. Alright? But I will tell you a funny Easter joke real quick. Uh, when Jesus uh, rose from the tomb, all the apostles, they came to the the tomb looking for Jesus. They looked in the tomb. And Jesus wasn't there. So one of the apostles said, No way! And that's when Jesus walked around the corner and said, Yahweh little play on words there, okay? Happy Easter. Anyway, one of the funniest Easter stories of all time happened when I was about 11 or 12 years old. And it was Good Friday, and everyone was playing, you know, you're all from school. So everyone was playing pickup basketball in the driveway, okay? Now, my mom tells us that we're all going to Mass. We all need to go to church at 3 o'clock on Friday, bow our heads and pray. That's the time Jesus was killed if you if you're not familiar with the story you know we can't help you there you gotta look into that yourself but this guy Jesus okay he was crucified at three o'clock so my mom thought it'd be a good idea to bring all the kids myself my brother some of the gang to mass at three o'clock for when uh for when Jesus died so she brings we go to resurrection Catholics chat yeah excuse me like I said a little drunk Catholic Church and we go to the downstairs part of the church. And uh, a decent crowd, decent showing at this great Friday, at this good Friday. And uh, my mom sits there and she sits all 10 of us there. And while we're sitting in, in the pews, an old lady was in, in the row in front of us. And let me tell you something about this old lady. She farted, okay? And I think it measured on the Richter scale. She farted and went something like, 
It was unbelievable. Now, it wasn't one of those farts where the bark was louder than the bite. This fart was loud and powerful, and oh boy, did it stink. Now, there's 10 to 12 of us, and like I said, I think we're 12 years old. We notice this. We start looking around suspiciously. Who just did that? Who just dropped a bomb? Who shot the bunny? We're looking around. We're making our accusations. When it happens again, another bomb went off. <laughs> now, here it was this lady in front of us, this elderly woman. I'm telling you, in her 80s. Woo-wee! She must have had Taco Bell for lunch. I mean, it was it was unbelievable, the smell. And that produced one of the funniest laughs of my life. My brother was there thinking to ourselves, how insane is this situation? Here we are in the lower church, supposed to be in silence for the time that Jesus died. And we got some old senior citizen shitting her britches. She's farting up a storm. How do you not piss yourself laughing? And there was something taboo about it. Like, you should not be laughing, which enhanced it. I really don't know who to blame there. I believe that it's the old lady's fart. (laughs) The old lady's fault. Her fart was the cause of that. We were not disrespectful, I don't think. How is any 12-year-old not supposed to laugh at that? Getting into the podcast here, has anyone seen this on TikTok? There's a new trend. It's called the Kool-Aid Man Challenge. And uh, this is actually pretty brilliant. The Kool-Aid Man Challenge. Do you remember the uh, the old Kool-Aid commercial? You know, people be relaxing in a room. All of a sudden, fucking jug of Kool-Aid just busted through the wall. I forget what he said when he came through the wall, but he said something. The Kool-Aid Man pops through the wall. So a lot of TikTok challenges, I'll be honest, I'm not on TikTok. I'm 32. I believe if you're over 30, get rid of the TikTok. I mean, I don't know what the fuck it is. That's just that's just who we are at this age. But on TikTok, I saw that there's a Kool-Aid Man challenge. And what this challenge is, these kids in North Jersey, they find a white, a white picket fence, and they just run right through it. <laughs> oh, man, I got to be honest with you. I really do think that is a very funny, a very funny challenge. That's fucking hilarious. But the kids are getting arrested, and this is kind of the this is kind of the uh, price that you pay. Okay, if you're running through somebody's fence, you have to realize, oh fuck, I'm destroying someone's property. I could be liable for this. So that's why if there's any rabble rousing teenagers listening to the show today, you know, just get back to the basics: egging houses. Nobody ever gets hurt when you egging houses. From the ages of uh, fifteen. Uh, maybe 14, age 14 to 25, I was a prolific egg thrower. I mean, I really got a kick out of it. Uh, that's all I want to do. From you know, age 14 to 24, hey, listen, uh, what do you want to... You want to throw some eggs tonight? Yes, I do. I started getting uh, borderline obsessive with how much fun egging houses is. There's a lot of mischief that you can do that can cause harm and potentially land you in jail. I saw a story about kids dropping stuff over the overpass. That's not funny. Someone can get hurt 
Okay, you drop the fucking rock, goes through the windshield. Now you're liable if that person dies, and you should be. Which is why I'm getting back to my original point. Egging houses is an American pastime, okay? That is a beautiful thing that, you know, young men should get to experience. You're out with ten of your buddies. You're heaving an egg at a house. Boom! Hits the house. Everyone scatters and runs. I mean, come on! That is the most exciting thing in the entire world. I've never felt more alive than I did when we went egging houses. How did I get on this subject? Oh, I'm looking at my notes now. The Kool-Aid Man Challenge. I think the Kool-Aid Man Challenge is funny, but running through someone's fence is causing the person's fence great, the person who owns the house, great uh, distress. You know, what the fuck? You wake up to go to work, some asshole ran through your fence. So I do find the Kool-Aid Man Challenge funny. Just a little bit concerned about the, uh, I think it's too much property damage, okay? You're throwing eggs. Who cares? I want to remind people that next Saturday, I'm going to be doing the podcast from my mom's basement. That's right. My mom lives over there in Fox Chase somewhere, and we're going to do a show live from my mom's basement. So that's going to be a pretty good show. If you're around, stop by. That'll be in Philadelphia next week. I used to have parties in my mom's basement all the time, even in my late 20s. I'll never forget one time, though, uh, Eagles were playing the Cowboys, and I had a keg in the basement. My mom told me that. I'm sick of people coming back here to drink. I said, Mom, listen, I understand. I apologize. I I agree with you. I will not have anyone back at the house anymore. But the Eagles play the Cowboys. Just let us have one more night. And by the way, we're not fucking teenagers. We're like 25 years old in this story, okay? Which makes it, I don't know, five times more pathetic. But I tell my mom, I said, listen, we're going to have a keg party. Just one more. So we had a keg in the basement. All the boys were over there. And every time the Eagles scored a touchdown, we played, Celebrate good times. Come on. It's Obama, Obama. And every time the Cowboys had scored, we played Everybody Hurts. It was a fun party. I think we may have played the YMCA, Macho Man, etc. But this party was raging. And uh, the Eagles ended up losing that game. At which point now I have about 20 to 25 grown men drinking out of a keg in my mom's basement. And we came up with the idea that we should go egging uh, Septibus, okay? 25-year-old men came up with the idea, hey, let's grab some eggs and hit the Septibus. We're going to go to Castor Avenue, we're going to find leverage, and we're going to egg Septibuses. I think at that point in my life, I probably should have realized, okay, you're 25, you're way too old to be throwing eggs, I just I just get such a rush off of it that I don't know that I can stop. And I have stopped. That was the last night I ever went egging. So that was seven years ago. Almost eight years. I have not thrown an egg in seven or eight years. And some people, is this guy really, is he really on the podcast right now saying, oh, I, know, I haven't thrown an egg. I deserve a medal. Yes. I loved egging that much. And I, I think it's a safe habit. It's a safe hobby. It's it's uh, these kids are playing the oh yeah the cool <laughs> that's what the Kool Aid Man said oh yeah kids are doing the Kool Aid Man challenge. They're running through fences. They're causing the homeowner like a lot of money. You know, you throw an egg, and you hit a house and ever hit the awning. Ah, oh, it's the best. Hit the awning. That's what you gotta do. You hit the awning. Boom. 
everyone runs. Um, kids throwing shit off an overpass. That's insane. That is insane. You are a fucking dumbass if you're throwing things at cars from an overpass. In fact, you know, have I thrown eggs at cars? Yes. I can't... That is a very idiotic move. Because things could happen to the person driving the vehicle. Then you're liable. I'm telling you, the best rush... Just throw it at a house. So if you're going, if you're going at egging, <laughs> listen, we want to cause as least property damage as possible. We're just looking to get a rush. So you egg the houses, all right? That's my advice. No more Kool Aid Man challenge, even though, even though I do think that's funny. All right, as you guys know, this podcast is being done down here in South Florida. I went to the bar today, Uncle Al's, and. Uh, Anytime you go to the bar on a holiday, it's just, oh God, it's just soul, it's just soul crushing. Like, what are we doing? Easter Sunday, you know, there's about 16 people in the bar, 14 are sad, lonely men. And this is in Davie, Florida, Cowboy Town. So these guys are in there going, well, man, listen, I got stuck, man, I took my airboat, I took my airboat out today and man, I got stuck out there in the glades. I have no idea what the fuck these guys are talking about. Anyway, like I said, it's a sad scene. You walk into a bar on Easter, it's a sad scene. You walk into a bar on Christmas, it's a sad scene. And uh, I look down the end of the bar and there's a father, a woman, I'm going to assume is the wife, and a son. And the son has a therapy dog with him named Max. And the bartender says, uh, hey, uh, do you have a card for that dog? And he says, oh, I get seizures. Very snappy. I get seizures, you know. Hey, dickhead, no, we don't know. We don't know. What we know is you walked into a bar with a dog. Why? Okay, okay, you tell us you have seizures. Great. So he shows his medical card. Now another dog walks in. And it's a fucking mammoth of a dog. It's just a big-ass dog. And this guy, she says, hey, look, the bartender says, look, I don't want to be a pain in the ass, but do you have, like, a card, a medical card? Like, you can't just bring your dog in here. He's like, really? I bring my dog in here all the time, and Bill don't say nothing. I guess Bill's the owner. So she allows this dog to come in. So now there's two, I mean, what? And it's funny. People will say to me, Fran, you're not a dog person. You don't like dogs. That's bullshit. I had a dog my entire life. Okay? My entire life. Always had a dog. I love dogs. These dog people are getting out of control. I mean, you got, they're getting out of control. I mean, it's bad enough in this country. We got the trans people telling us, hey, you got to accept me as a woman even though I have a cock. I mean, it's, it's, it's get, these dog people actually think that their dogs are their children. Slow down. I'll say that again. My, we had a dog in my house growing up. My mom had four kids. They were her kids. Dog people today, mostly women that don't have kids, oh, he's my son. Listen, he's not your son. He's a canine. You need to calm down. Just have the dog. I remember growing up, like, I can't remember that many households even having dogs. Now everyone has a dog. I had Sammy, what a legend, and Rizzo. Those are my dogs. I think for like 25 years of my life, I had a dog. I love dogs. And it's kind of annoying that these dog people 
who have like scheduled meals for the dog and they think it's their child like they get to tell you well you're not a dog person really bitch real i love dogs i had a dog my entire life but i'm not a dog person because i don't consider my dog to be my son and i most certainly don't bring my dog to get coffee with me leave him in the car shame on you dog people get back to uh Jim Kenny last week. I saw this week there was 14, 14 people were shot on the streets of Philadelphia, and they were reporting this on ABC. And my thing is like, who cares? I mean, Jim Kenny is wearing that Ukraine pin every day, and people are where it's so funny to me that people are actually worried about the murders, and people are actually worried about their cars getting stolen. Are you that selfish? Seriously. Are you that selfish? He is wearing the Ukraine pin. And he's flying the trans flag. So I don't know what else he can do. I mean, seriously, 14 people shot. I mean, that city is really... I want to come back and run for mayor, but there's just too many skeletons in my closet. It would be a disaster. Last but not least here, uh, I see the Phillies are selling these uh, baseball bats full of beer. This is a sucker's market. Hey, here's an idea. Let's put, let's make a baseball bat that costs a dollar to make. Let's fill it with shitty beer and charge $30. I mean, that's basically what's happening. And I, I, I'm a sucker. I bought in. I paid like $28 for a bat of beer at the uh, Clearwater Stadium. And I don't regret it. I mean, that's just, listen, this is capitalism, baby. You want to get a plastic baseball bat and fill it up with beer? Charge people $50 for it? Hell yeah. Do whatever you want. All right, guys. That is, another thing is uh, down here in uh, South Florida, they got these things called German roaches. And when I was a, uh, a pest control salesman, okay, I, ha- I encountered these things quite, quite a bit. And uh, I know what people were thinking that live in Philadelphia listening to this. Oh, you got roaches? Oh, you're disgusting. Let me tell you something. My anxiety disorder leads me to clean. I'm cleaning this place all the time. Scrubbing. We still have roaches. Uh, We got German roaches. And it's funny because the notion in Philadelphia back north, oh, oh, you got roaches? Oh, you're disgusting. When I was a pest control guy, I've been in the houses. They were pristine. They They look like a goddamn cathedral. And they had German roaches. These motherfuckers, they're intense. They don't care, okay? So, I've been dealing with this for a couple weeks now, and uh, it seems to be getting progressively worse, okay? They're coming out of the fucking ceiling. So, uh, last week, I'm sitting, in my, sitting on my couch, stoned out of my gazoo, and I'm just relaxing, and boom, 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 someone knocks on my door. I'm like, oh my God, who the fuck's here? I go over, there's my neighbor. He's, compl- he's in his denim jeans, jean shorts, he's shirtless, he's a friend. Fred, we're losing the war. These fucking German roaches are everywhere. Fran, what are we going to do? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we're under attack here in Davy, You know, it's absolutely insane what's going on. There's bugs coming out of the ceiling, okay. I had to deal with a snake yesterday. So South Florida, like, you know, this place just isn't it. 
Um, everyone that's listening will be happy to know that I'm moving back at the end of the summer. All right, so uh, yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to get an Easter episode out there. Like I said, I think I'm twice the legal limit right now. I don't think I should have done a podcast in this condition. It wasn't the best podcast. Uh, But yeah, we did one anyway, 20 minute long. I'll be home in Philadelphia this week. Wednesday, I fly in. I fly out Sunday. Saturday, I'm going to Monster Jam down at Lincoln Financial Field. And uh, if anyone wants to go, join us. All right. And hopefully the producer, Fafafui, Sean, can uh, edit some things that I said. I don't know what what I did or what I didn't. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to Season 1, Episode 10 of Soaring Highs and Crushing Lows. Drunk Easter. Hopefully it wasn't too out of control. And tune in next week for Episode 11.